The following program aired at an earlier date. We feel it's worthy of a replay. We hope you enjoy it. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. And we've got the goods for you today. This weekend, Eddie Money. Woohoo! Joining us, big pet lover. Also, Faith. Faith is the bipedal dog. That means wow. that Faith can walk. Just like humans on two feet. Caesar Milan also joining us today. Uh, his third appearance, I believe, on wow. Animal Radio. And we're going to get personal this time. Hi, Animal Radio. Who's this? This is Hope. What, Hope? Yes. Oh, what a beautiful name. Thank you. What can I do for you, Hope? Okay, I was listening to the station yesterday. Yes. About the country time. Oh, country dog. Country dog bakery? Yes. Oh, they're treats for overweight dogs, huh? Yes. Do you have an overweight dog? Yes, I have a min pin, and she's like at least double her size. A min? Now, how big is a miniature pincher supposed to be? Probably, I would say between seven and fifteen pounds at the most. Ooh, okay. And how, how much does yours weigh? Probably close to twenty. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what. She's very spoiled. We will. What is her name? Her name is Fifi. Fifi, the big miniature pincher. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to give Fifi uh, some uh, treats from Country Dog Bakery and some other things so that she can uh, actually... Does she work out? Does Fifi work out? Oh, she loves to go for walks, and, and, and if you ask her, she has to go potty. She'll tell you, she's, you know, she'll let you know, and she goes right through the door, screen door. Oh, okay. But I have a hole in the screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to send Fifi some... Uh, some treats that are for her overweightness. Oh, I appreciate that. And I love your channel and, and your uh, ideas and your well, suggestions you. are just great and everything. Where are you calling from? Carson, California. Carson, California. And this to Coast 103.5. Very wow. good. Well, hold on one second and uh, we'll get your information and send the, these uh, treats and some extra. Well, I think we have some act, activity toys that can work out Fifi a little oh, bit. Oh, she loves it. She, ta- she has her own tennis ball and she'll take it and throw it up in the air and play with it and everything by herself. Well, we have one of these gopher balls, which is like a tennis ball, but you just sit by you, you sit in the chair and it actually launches the ball and she'll bring it back to you. Oh, that sounds like great fun. Good. Hold on one second, okay? Thank you. Hey, Eddie. How? Eddie Money, ladies and gentlemen. Woohoo! Uh, you know what's so amazing about you? I what? got. I, <laughs> I grew up to you. You're still like the only rock star that's still alive. I know there's a lot of us gone. You know, you gotta you gotta keep your head together. You gotta keep your sobriety in action. Not smoke a lot of cigarettes. Without to keep your weight down, there's a thousand things you gotta do to do a good show. You know. Well, yeah. you're doing it, obviously. I'm doing the best I can. I got five kids that are driving me crazy, and uh, <laughs> but I tell you, we're getting. I gotta find some wood to knock on because the critics are raving about the show lately. You know. Well, you're on tour right now, and uh, a brand new album came out in what February? Yeah, it just came out. It's called Wanna Go Back. Actually, it's a record. Uh, you see, make a long story short, my <laughs> my organ player, my keyboard player, is a CPA, and he had uh, he had a, he had free access to the record plant, which is a great facility uh-huh. in California. They have one in Sausalito, and they also have one in um, Los Angeles. And we had the opportunity to go in there, and he said, "Do you want to make a new record?" I said, "If I, I want to make a record, I want to make a record of songs I did in high school." He says, "What are you talking about?" I says, "All the stuff that I sang in high school, I never got a chance to go back and redid it." And I, and I said, "I don't want to do it like Hall and Oates, and and and, and do it well." well Hall and Oates had a great version of their record, you know, for the South Philly sound. Uh-huh. But I wanted everything to sound exactly like the record uh, that, that that I was listening to songs like, you know. Um, 
C.C. Ryder by Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels, oh. or uh, uh, we did another song called um, You Don't Need Me by the uh, by the Foundations and Fill Me Up Buttercup by, by the Foundations. <laughs> and, uh, we did uh, by, uh, uh, Cannibal and the Headhunters. I said, and we did Land of a Thousand Dances. The record was a lot of fun, and I'm really, I got to find, I'm very happy with the success, the success of the album right now, and uh, people really like it. My daughter's singing on the record. She's a great little vocalist. Is this her debut? This is her debut right now, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm looking at the tour dates here. Jeez, oh my God. How many tour dates are there? <laughs> hey, I got five kids. I'll do anything to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> at least uh, to support them, you got to do this. Well, there's, uh, and i, I got to say this because we have a lot of affiliates in California about where you're uh, playing. There's a lot of great tour dates, so you want to check out Eddie Money's website to find out when he's going to be in town near you at EddieMoney.com. Well, uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So five kids, you must have pets or animals around the house, huh? Oh, yeah. we got a bassin house. He's the greatest in the world, you know. And of course, we got my son's got snakes and scorpions, which I don't go anywhere near. <laughs> <laughs> don't do the reptilians, huh? Yeah, but you know, I tell you, well, I love my bassinet. He's such a great, he's such a great dog. And I've done a lot of work with uh, with Mark McGuire and with Tony Larusa for the Animal Rescue Foundation. Oh, Arf, yes. So, what kind of things are you doing with uh, Tony Larusa? And, and uh... well, I work with Tony. Anytime I get a phone call from Tony, we go way, way back when he used to be with the Oakland A's. And, and anytime he got a phone call, anything I can do for animals you know the same thing that goes for you guys if i could stick it on my schedule i'd be glad to help because you know these are poor defenseless creatures that god created for you know to keep us great company and i just love them to death so uh i'm very familiar i love animals and i do everything i can if it was up to me i'd, I'd have a thousand animals in the house kids are pretty much they're actually just a little better than animals well i don't know about that i gotta replace a two thousand rug right now that the dog went on we can't seem to get that up <laughs> oh really you mean, you mean he went he went poo on the rug yeah oh you know what? we got some I've stuff got we got some, some stuff that'll product. get it up i heard about that we tried everything i've had seven people out there to clean that rug <laughs> <laughs> so how long has the basset hound been around what's the basset hound's name uh well this is right now it's dead deadly is his name deadly do right <laughs> And he's a sweetheart of a dog. I love him. He's got the longest ears in the world, and he's great, you know. And we just, uh, we love him to death. He's just fantastic. Well, it's, you know, it, it's amazing that you have so much energy to tour, to do all these, uh, to, to record, and to help the animals. I mean, how do you have the energy to do that? <laughs> Seriously. Well, you know what? I'll tell you the truth. You know, you get up in the morning. If, if you don't, if you're not out there knocking down a bunch of drugs and drinking and going crazy, and you get a lot of exercise, I play golf. I try not to use the car. I walk the course. Uh, you know, I, I eat kind of eat, try to eat the right foods. I drink a lot of coffee. I'll tell you that much. And uh, you know, God has given me a pretty good constitution. He's given me a really strong voice. And we just uh, get out there. And what we try to do to tell us is we try to sound exactly like the record. When I made my records, I made my records pretty much live. I did everything in one or two takes. Uh -huh. So when people come out and see me and they say to me, "You sound just like the record," that's the best compliment you could possibly get. You know, from anybody. Yeah, there's a lot of artists that don't that you listen to their live concerts and it's totally different from the studio recording yeah we, we 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 sound you know if you put on the record and you you listen to the record and you love eddie money the best thing you could do is go live and see me live and you know because i went to see led zeppelin 
And the first time I saw Led Zeppelin, it was before the first Led Zeppelin album came out. They played everything note for note uh -huh. the way the first record was going to sound. I was blown away. I went to see him <laughs> two nights in a row. Then I went to see him three years later, and I think that they were doing a bunch of drugs and everything. They showed up so late, and everything sounded so bad. It sounded nothing like the record, and I said to myself right then and there, if I ever have the opportunity to become a recording artist, which luckily enough I did, I'm going to make sure that this never happens to me. Did you uh, grow up with pets as a child? Oh, sure, yeah. My father was a cop, so he always said that I had the Belgian, I had like uh, German Shepherds, you know, which was great. And of course, I had a bunch of Scottish Terriers, and I've always had a million cats. Uh -huh. Were you going to be a cop yourself? I was uh, I was on the police department myself for two years, but you know what? How my hair was getting really good in the back. You know, <laughs> I mean, I really couldn't see myself in uniform for twenty years. I said, "Boy, if this is gonna," I said, "I should have joined Marine Corps or the Navy or something," because now I'm going to have to listen to my sergeant, and I'm going to listen to my lieutenant, and I'm going to be in this uniform for the next twenty years like my father. Uh -huh. I said, "This isn't me," and and so I quit the police department, like the Beatles said. <laughs> Got myself a stand. I moved out to California. And then I was signed by the legendary Bill, Bill Graham and uh, uh, Columbia Records, and we sold millions and millions of albums. I should have saved the money, huh? Ah. Hey, I, hey, I was hoping you were. I mean, having five kids isn't going to help. <laughs> well, they're five beautiful kids, and they're nice to the dog, so that's great. Very good. Eddie Money, we appreciate you uh, spending time with us today. Well, thank you so much for the call, and I really, my, uh, my, my heart goes out to a... It's really great to have a radio station just dedicated to animals. This is really fantastic. Well, thank you. But you got a real feather in your cap there, and you know what? I'll tell you, everybody... Everybody, I mean, not everybody, but everybody that I know, you know, it's got a pet, I've got a dog or a cat or something else like that. It's, uh, I mean, I think they're the greatest company in the world is having a pet, you know. Pet Solution RX, a revolutionary 100% natural first aid treatment for pets. Pet Solution RX is the miracle water that heals everything from hot spots to insect bites. Available at local pet stores or visit www.earthsbalance.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Here's another way service dogs are helping their human pals. Working as good listeners to young readers. READ, which stands for Reading Education Assistant Dogs, was started in Nashville in 2002. It pairs up a young struggling reader with a team consisting of one human and one service dog. The new reader, usually between first and third grade, reads to a relaxing, sometimes napping service reading dog. Reading out loud can be very difficult for youngsters, especially ones for whom English is a second language. But these dogs put the kids at ease, making reading fun and melting the fear away with a non-judgmental wag of a tail. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You probably have no idea what it's like to be a hot, hairy dog with itchy skin. <gasps> Thank dog there's relief. Pet Solution RX, I'll always be loyal to you. Instant relief for sensitive skin problems, hot spots, mange, insect bites, and more. 100% natural Pet Solution RX at EarthsBalance.com. Visit EarthsBalance.com for my sake. Whoa. Another fine product from the makers of Doggone It and Gee Whiz. Do you know what you're serving for dinner tonight? If the FDA has its way, the milk and meat you see at the grocery store could come from cloned animals. 
and you won't even know because it won't be labeled. Cloning animals for food involves more than just food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues must also be considered. The cloning process uses hundreds of animals to produce just one clone, causing death or severe health problems for most of the animals involved. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society to learn more about the problems with animal cloning at www.endanimalcloning.org. That's www.endanimalcloning.org. And have a voice in what you are serving for dinner tonight. Scoop Free is the first litter box you can leave alone for weeks at a time with no scooping, cleaning, or refilling. Scoop Free is a revolution in automatic litter boxes. Its disposable throwaway trays are filled with fresh step crystal litter that provide unbeatable odor control and are so convenient. After about 30 days per cat, just replace a disposable litter tray and that's it. Just load it, leave it, and love it. Available at select pet stores and at ScoopFree.com. Judy, one of the studio cats just vomited under my desk. Can you clean it up, please? <laughs> you can do it. Me? I'm busy booking all the celebs for the show. I, I don't do stains. Well, now you can. Go ahead, grab that bottle and get serious over there. Uh-huh. It's going to remove both the stain and any pheromones left behind. Just go ahead and squirt it on, work it in, and all you have to do is blot it with a thick towel and hold it for about five seconds. Come on, I know you can do it. Okay, I'll give it a try. I'm squirting. I'm working it in and blotting. And, whoa, the stain is gone. You mean you were able to remove the stain all by yourself? Uh, Women, get serious. It's so easy to use. Even men can do it. Hey! Yeah, so don't take any more excuses from those guys. It's time to get serious. You can find Get Serious at PetSmart and in pet stores all over it. Visit their website at GetSeriousProducts.com. Now, any cat can be happy and safe outdoors. Perfect Fence is the first complete freestanding backyard fence enclosure for cats. Now, your cats can enjoy all the benefits of the great outdoors without you worrying about their safety. Perfect Fence is affordable, easy to install, and best of all, virtually invisible. Find out why thousands of cat owners described Perfect Fence as life-changing. Visit PerfectFence.com. That's per, P-U-R-R, FectFence.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Stop the FDA from allowing milk and meat from cloned animals to be sold in grocery stores. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society for information at www.endanimalcloning.org. The following program aired at an earlier date. We feel it's worthy of a replay. We hope you enjoy it. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. And Eddie Money has just kicked off. Animal Radio for this week, Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, coming up in just a few minutes. We're actually going to get personal with him. I figure it's his third appearance. It's time we get some information about him, right? You book him for his accent. I know that. Uh, oh, well, okay. There's nothing wrong about that. Hi, Jude. Hi, how are you? Very well, thank you. We have Jude Stringfellow on the phone with us. Got one of those email attachments. It was the Montel Show. And it was a clip from the Montel Show. I guess this has been circulating the Internet for quite a while. It was about a dog who could walk upright. 
special dog named Faith, and we have Faith's guardian, Jude Stringfellow, on the on the phone with us. Hi, Jude. Hi, and thanks for calling me a guardian. I appreciate that. That's probably the best word. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So tell us a little bit about Faith from the very, very beginning, because Faith uh, does something that I, we've, I don't think I've ever seen before, or anyone's ever seen before, do. Well, actually, it is true. That to the best of our knowledge, she's the only bipedal dog in the world. We do know some dogs that hop around, maybe kind of crawl around their stomachs, but they don't stand up and walk. And that means one foot is independent of the other foot, is that correct? Exactly, just like a human. They walk like a human. Yes. And and Faith has to do this, though, right? She has no options. Both of her arms, or both of her front arms, if you will, have been removed. Well, one was removed and one was born that way. Uh So, yes, it's true. We we received Faith as a gift back in uh, 03, January of 03, when my son's best friend's dog had puppies. And this particular dog, the mother dog, was really old, 12, 15 years old, who knows. And she was uh, having puppies, and she was in a, uh, like a guard dog situation, a junkyard situation. Mm-hmm. And she gave birth to too many puppies, and some of them were deformed, some of them were fine. The neighbors of the junkyard called uh, the owners and said, you know, please take care of the situation. So those people called my son. He uh, went over, he did take care of the situation, burying the dead puppies, and, and trying to corral the mother, trying to make her take care of the other puppies. But the, the mother dog just was not a mothering puppy. Now, this is your son Reuben who's doing my this? My son Reuben, yes, he was 17. Okay. And he does play football, and so he had his football jersey on from the game that he had been playing that day. And he uh, jumped over the fence, and he he did take care of the situation. But he did find the mother dog trying to squash or kill one of her puppies. And Mm -hmm. so he took that dog out from under her buttocks and put put the puppy down his shirt. At uh-huh. that point, he didn't realize he only had two legs. Wow. He, just, uh, you know, he figured that out when he got home and, and you know, presented her to me. But, uh, yeah. Oh, so when, you, when you, you, he got home and, and you, you saw Faith, uh, what went through your mind, I guess? Well, the first thing I thought was, I'm going to kill you, Ruben. <laughs> 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 yeah, because we were living in a, a rental home that the man was very adamant, you will not have pets. And we'd already broken that rule. and. And uh, he was very, very mean to me about the situation. And, of course, uh, I told the kids, do not bring any more animals home. And I think I told him that that morning, even, you know. <laughs> I'm sure I did. Do not go over there and get those puppies, you know. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not, do not. And, of course, he brings her home. Good for Reuben. Good <laughs> for Reuben. You know, it's a boy. <laughs> he's a great kid. And so he pulls her out, and she was so dirty, so she'd been wallowing on her own squander and, and, and just and mud. And she's just so dirty. And that was what we were looking at first, the fact that is this dog even... You know, is she alive? Is she capable of being brought back? And then we realized, oh, my gosh, she has no legs. And, of course, she had two legs, but we were concentrating on the fact that she didn't have the other two. Uh And then, of course, that on closer look, she did have her third arm, but it was backward, placed on her shoulder going backward. And um, it had seven toes. (laughs) So I I imagine uh, you went to the vet, and the vet probably said something like, uh, probably best to put this dog down, right? My vet, Dr. Diane Delbridge, and I went to uh, third grade together. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So she knew when I brought her in, she just shook her head at me. She says, okay, I think our friendship has ended. <laughs> and she said, okay, I'm, I'm going to give you some advice. I know you won't take it, but we're going to have to put the puppy down. I said, no. She says, okay, I knew you were going to say that. So <laughs> next option, um, you're going to spend a lot of money. I said, okay. <laughs> I'll find it somehow. So we did um, spend a lot of money getting, you know, getting her up and going, just the initial, because she had ringworms and all kinds of other stuff, in, internally, externally, she had all kinds of problems. But, uh-huh. And, of course, that's normal. You get a puppy, you have to take care of it, but this one has right. a, little bit more, a little bit more special needs. Eventually, uh, Faith started to walk. Was that something that you taught Faith? No, that was, well, it was something we taught her, but my, uh, my doctor did tell us that we had to get her off of her chest because she was rubbing a hole in her chin and her chest. It was going to abscess, and eventually she would uh, die from 
infection or staph. You mean she was she was pushing herself along the floor? Using her chin, using her chin as a, a grip and wow. pull, like an inchworm might do. Uh-huh. And so, and she was, you know really getting good at it and that was the problem that she was getting good at it mm. and she may not have wanted to adapt to another way but we had to find some way and and by by grace god had sent a snowstorm so we had it outside and we took her outside and just plopped her butt in the water I mean, i'm sorry in the snow uh-huh. and uh, walked away kind of stood back and prayed and after asked god to help her make a decision was she going to flop down or was she going to stand up because it obviously was cold wow. if she could stand up we knew she could hop Mm-hmm. And so she did. She abruptly stood up straight, like a, you know, like a rabbit would to see something over the fence, mm-hmm. and um, or a squirrel. That, mm-hmm. that type of a haunch situation. And so once she took one hop, that was all we needed. We thought, okay, if she can take one hop, then we can teach her two. And we just started working with her with uh, spoonfuls of uh, peanut butter and little gummy bears <laughs> or anything that we could get her interested in. She loves gummy bears. <laughs> we found that out. <laughs> well, she made the transition, obviously, between uh, hopping and walking bipedally. And that was the cause of our dog, Ein. He was a little corgi dog, and if you know about corgi dogs, I'm sure you do, they're herding animals. And uh, naturally, instinctively, he went to her heel and herded her like he would have a sheep or a cow uh-huh. and bit her on the heel, and she did not like that. Mm. And even to make things even worse, he stole her bone and took off down the road with it, and she just forgot about her senses and ran after him. On two legs. On two legs, like a tyrannosaurus. I always like a tyrannosaurus rex because he had the other arm <laughs> flopping around. just like you see the T-Rexes flopping around. Uh-huh. And she got him and she picked him up by the back of the neck and nape the neck. And she just shook him around and threw him down and picked her bone up and went back to her spot. And you could see it on her face. She was saying to herself and to us, look what I did. Check me out. You know? wow. <laughs> I got my bone back. <laughs> so, so Faith has been walking upright for how long now? Probably since she was about four months old. Oh, so about that... three years. About right three, three years? Because she's three years and about four months old. Her birthday is in December, late December of 03. We gave her the birthday of December 22nd. Uh-huh. I, I imagine that you take her uh, everywhere that she wants to go, and that she gets some pretty unusual reactions, huh? We take her places that she definitely wants to go and places that we don't even want her to go. <laughs> because she just demands to go. We'll be walking out the door, and she's like, barking, take me, take me, take me. And a lot of double takes from people. Oh, always. In fact, uh, in Oklahoma City is bad enough, but when we get to New York City and Chicago and St. Louis Airport and places that there's just hundreds of people, thousands of people there, it just stops. I mean, the world stops when the little dog walks by. I, I imagine. Yeah. What, what kind of doors has this opened for you? Well, I did have the opportunity to write a book. I am an English professor. And, uh, isn't, that, isn't that exciting? <laughs> so she's a natural dog in every other way. Every way. You, don't, you do not want to have any food near her, your waist length. But she can reach up to 40 inches. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. I think it's a, a wonderful, inspirational story. I think what you're doing is great. And please keep us surprise oh, a Faith Stringfellow. She has a, um, a website that we that we use in order to tell people what we're doing. Well, looking at the video, she looks like a very well-adjusted, happy dog. She is. And we're going to post. We're going to post that. We don't know the origins of this video, but we're going to post it to Animal Radio. Well, we know the origins was Montel. Montel show. Right. Um, we will post it at AnimalRadio.com for those of you that want to see it in pictures, and you can find more at FaithTheDog.net. And of yeah. course, we'll have that website at AnimalRadio.com. Uh, Jude, thanks so much for spending time with us. Give Faith a big old hug from all of us here at Animal Radio. I will. She's right here listening to you. <laughs> in just a couple of minutes, Caesar Milan will be joining us. Do not adjust your station. That's not static. It's a dozen dogs who got the number two flea control product just one week ago, and they're already scratching away. Now hear this. Silence. 
The sound of a dozen dogs who used Frontline Plus four weeks ago. So which dogs would you rather have in a cramped radio booth with you? Hey, give me back my shoe. Frontline Plus. It's waterproof and kills fleas fast all month long. Say goodbye to fleas and ticks. Animal Radio is brought to you by Get Serious, a stain and pheromone remover so easy to use, even men can do it. Hey, hey wait a minute. <laughs> Don't take any more excuses, women. It's time to get serious. Get Serious is available at PetSmart and online at GetSeriousProducts.com. The following program aired at an earlier date. We feel it's worthy of a replay. We hope you enjoy it. Hi, Joanne Worley on Animal Radio. Hello! And please spay and neuter your pets. Be a responsible pet owner. As a matter of fact, spay and neuter your friends' pets also. Give it to them as a Christmas present. What a good idea. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Well, from his appearances on the Oprah Winfrey Show to his roster of celebrity clients to his reality television series, Caesar Milan is America's most sought-after dog behavior expert. But he's not a trainer in the traditional sense. His expertise lies in his unique ability to comprehend dog psychology. Wow. Yeah. And uh, we, we have him back on for his third appearance on Animal Radio. Hi, Caesar. How you doing? How are you guys? Very well. Hi, Caesar. Well, we got the I got the new. Uh, I guess this is a CD audiobook in hand here. Caesar's way. Yes. What's on it? Well, it's a little bit about my life, how everything was created. A lot of people ask me questions in regard to that, and, and, and of course, uh, how I see dogs and what you know, how dogs view the world. And the whole formula exercise discipline affection and and as this whole understanding and philosophy that I share through the show. So now people's gonna be able to read a book or, or listen to the audio and remind themselves on a daily basis. Well this is great. It's it's five hours, four compact discs, and if you're one of those people if you're listening in LA you wanna listen up because you're probably stuck in traffic uh, during the morning and the afternoon on your on your drive to and from work. This is one of those CDs that you can pop in and learn a little bit. Uh, basically you're teaching the guardian more than you are teaching the dog. I, I believe that we have to be trained to keep animals balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we try to train our dogs and then we only accomplish to a certain stance, because I do work with dogs that are already trained, but they want to kill somebody else. <laughs> so training doesn't equal balance. Mm-hmm. No. So what, you know, the way, if you accomplish balance and then you can have a dog that can go anywhere you want, and if he's already, if he's trained, but, you know, more power to you. Mm-hmm. But the idea is to accomplish balance with your dog. You know, my son just got a three-month-old German Shepherd puppy. He's in the backyard. He's running wild, tearing up the yard. And my son was told that not to start training him until he's six months old. That's poppycock, isn't it? Oh, that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Because think... their parents begin fulfillment from the moment they're born. Yeah. Uh-huh. So rules, boundaries, limitations are applied at the moment they're born. So you're right. They don't train each other, but they definitely set rules, boundaries, limitations from the moment they're born. Right. Because the puppies need to know what the what their position is going to be among the among the mother. So it's really up to Judy's son right now to set the uh, alpha dog status right now. It's very important, and, and it's really, really important not to let them go running wild. Well, it's, it's okay to let them run and get excited once you create the, the behavior. So if you, if, if you know, for the, your listeners, when they see the show, I do play 
tennis ball with the pack, but they first calm submissive, then they go into an excited state, then I end the exercise into a calm submissive state. So I control the beginning and the end. Only in the middle they get excited. Uh So I never start playing the ball when a dog comes, drops the ball, or a dog is barking, or when they initiate the game, because Mm. then they're controlling the behavior. You need to initiate it, right? Yeah, it's no different from basketball. You see, when the when the when the coach or the referee whistles, he he initiates the behavior. It's never the players. Mm-hmm. The players play when somebody say, "Okay, let's do this." Mm-hmm. So the same philosophy. You see, and in the meantime, the players have to stay calm, submissive. Then they can go into active. I'm sorry, active dominant state. Mm-hmm. But in, if the if the if the coach, uh, you know, whistle that whistle, they have to stop. Okay, so let me just go back to Judy's situation here. If Judy's son does nothing and continues not to uh, establish an alpha role, what is going to happen? Well, this is what happened, too. This is the side effects. Dogs get nervous, fearful, tense, anxious, frustrated, excited. Uh, They develop separation anxiety. They develop aggression, domination, territorial behavior. You know, dogs that pull on a leash. You know, it leads into an unstable state of mind. Mm-hmm. Dogs don't develop instability when they live with their own kind. They only develop instability when they live with human. Mm-hmm. The reason is is because human is not fulfilling their needs. Mm-hmm. So dog training is good, but not because you graduated from Harvard. You're balanced. You're uh-huh. trained, but not balanced. Two different Animals things. Animals care about balance, not train. And we're going to learn all about that difference in Caesar's way. I'm going to give away uh, one of these audiobooks right now at one eight six six. 405-8405. Caesar, how's the dog whisperer going? The the, uh, the show. The show. Oh, it's doing, it's doing fantastic. I mean, um, this is a year and a half uh, that we are being in, 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 uh, on the air, and it's doing going really well. It's, it always, I every time I turn it on, it's one of those things that if I'm clicking through and I see it, I just have to stop and I'm watching it to the end because it's amazing. It really is the transformations that occur. My question is, these transformations that occur, do they really happen in the short amount of time of a this the the show, or do they take weeks, uh, lots of time, lots of effort? Well, take weeks, and it takes a lot of effort for the human, but in the dog world, they live in the moment. That's where you get to see transformation from the dog. So if it's an aggressive case, nervous case, cheerful case, they don't want to be unstable the rest of their life. So when somebody shares uh, the strategy and the energy, what allows them to become calm, submissive, they take it. Mm-hmm. It's the human who takes a little longer, you know, in order for this state of mind to stay for the rest of their life. Now, dogs, dogs move on very fast. You know, so if we have an hour, I have an hour and a half to create transformation and every every single time. In some cases, the dog have to come to the center because they're way, they're, they're really bad at home. So mm-hmm. we need to remove them from their source, which is the, the owners. Right. But after, you know, we influence them, then the, the dog goes back into a normal state. But the owners have to do the job. I mean, mm-hmm. they really have to do exercise, discipline, and affection. Because as you, uh, as you know... Most of the people practice affection, 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 <laughs> and expect a balanced dog. How young do you start working with dogs? Uh, the moment the dog is away from the parents. I mean, if the really? dog is uh, two weeks, three weeks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my, my job is to be that role, role model. You know, if, it, if I'm going to feed the dog, he has to come to the food. Mm-hmm. Most of the people come with the food to the dog, which that makes the dog not work for the food, even though he's two, three weeks old. Well, he's so, he's so little. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. In, in a pack of dogs... The puppies come to the mother. The mother doesn't come to the puppies. Right. So the mother makes them work for it because she's going to keep 
the, the, the strongest one, the one they're weak, they're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. And that's how she started winning them off. Here's yeah. the deal. We're talking with Caesar Milan, and you, this is your third appearance. Th- I believe third or fourth. Yes, third, third appearance on Animal Radio. And Thank I wanna you very get, much. I want to get a little personal now. Tell, tell us about the, the animals that you have at home. Well, I have seven dogs. Uh-huh. Wow. Are they seven red? dogs, and, and um, they go back and forth. They go to the home from, from my house to the center because that's part of their job, you know, to help me in whatever situation I need them for. Do they? Yeah, uh, do they, they don't just get fed for free. Well, do they? I'm just wondering, are they nervous to be Caesar Milan's kids? <laughs> no, they were nervous before and aggressive, you know, before I adopted them, you know. But not not now. They're balanced now. That's how they're able to help me with other dogs. Well, they're pretty lucky dogs, I would say. Well, I'm lucky too. Very good, Caesar Milan joining us. Thank you so much. The uh, new audio book, Caesar's Way. You can pick it up just about anywhere. Order it on Amazon.com. It's five hours, four compact discs, and uh, I love audio books, especially yes. this one because. Uh, sometimes they get these uh, crack pots to get in there and read what the author wrote. Uh-uh, you're reading it, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Animal Radio is brought to you by Out Deluxe Training Pads. Traditional newspaper training is old news. Out Deluxe Training Pads are ten times more absorbent, scientifically treated to attract pets and control odors. Available nationwide at major discount and grocery stores. Pets think and feel, but maybe not exactly as we do. When you think about it, we have no problems recognizing animals' emotions or that many of their emotions are similar to ours. Why then do some people think animals have no feelings or thoughts? Well, I think it's important to note they don't always have our feelings or our thoughts. Just like we have different physical abilities, we humans cannot smell scent like a dog or see in low light like a cat. It would be incorrect to assume that animals have the same feelings in a particular circumstance as we would have. By placing human motives onto animals, you really can cause potential misunderstandings. Dogs are often judged to be guilty when they cower because you're standing over them chastising them for soiling the carpet. But this is not guilt. It's an expression of fear and submission in a reaction to your anger. We're coming to learn that the mind-body split is a myth. Health and disease affect mental processes, which in turn affect health and disease. Chronic unresolved anxiety, for example, can harm your pet's health. Likewise, health problems can dramatically affect an animal's behavior. Look into their eyes and you'll see what others, blinded by their beliefs, have missed. And that is that animals have emotions as real and significant as our own. For the Veterinary News Network at myvnn.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. As the director of a busy rescue shelter, I'm constantly house training. And as any pet guardian will tell you, house training can be frustrating and confusing for both you and your pup. And learn bad habits like using newspaper is hard to break. We use Out Deluxe training pads because their scent attracts dogs. Here's two tips from somebody that knows. Speed up the house training process through consistency and Out Deluxe training pads. There's no easier or cleaner way to train your pup. Find Out Deluxe Training Pads at major discount and grocery stores nationwide. Hello, this is Loretta Swift, and I'm on Animal Radio. And please don't forget, spay and neuter. Do you know what you're serving for dinner tonight? If the FDA has its way, the milk and meat you see at the grocery store could come from cloned animals. And you won't even know because it won't be labeled. 
cloning animals for food involves more than just food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues must also be considered. The cloning process uses hundreds of animals to produce just one clone, causing death or severe health problems for most of the animals involved. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society to learn more about the problems with animal cloning at www.endanimalcloning.org. That's www.endanimalcloning.org. And have a voice in what you are serving for dinner tonight. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Animal Radio is brought to you by Perfect Fence, the first freestanding Houdini-proof outdoor cat enclosure. Now your cats can enjoy all the benefits of the great outdoors without you worrying about their safety. Visit PerfectFence.com. That's per, P-U-R-R, FectFence.com. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Lucas from Animal Precinct and the ASPCA. And when I'm not out busting bad guys for abusing animals, I am home listening to Animal Radio. I'm Susie Kurtz, and I'm listening to Animal Radio. And you should really check out the Farm Sanctuary website, farmsanctuary.org. First taker. <laughs> One take. Well, last week we kicked off the Perfect Fence Contest, where you could win yourself a perfect fence for your cat. They'll extend their lives, and they'll still get a chance to play outside. A hundred-foot fence from Perfect Fence could be yours free of charge. Something like this almost costs about $700, I believe. It's a pretty nice gift you'll win. All you got to do is fill out the survey at perfectfence.com. Head on over to perfectfence.com. Completely fill out the survey, and you'll be entered in the drawing to be held March 19th. The winner will receive a complete perfect fence, a 100-foot fence, and a 3-foot access gate delivered free of charge to your doorstep. Your cat will love you for it. Check out www.perfectfence.com to learn more. The following program aired at an earlier date. We feel it's worthy of a replay. We hope you enjoy it. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. All of you listen to Animal Radio 
for any amount of time. We're always talking about how you should find a special place for your dog. A crate sometimes works great. Right, in a corner somewhere in your house. And this, to them, is like their hiding place, their their bedroom. This is their... It isn't like locking them up. This is their place. Uh, the lady laughing on the other end, Catherine... Renner. Hi, Catherine. How are you doing? Great. How are you? Very good. Well, you have a dog. Your dog's name is, is it, uh, is, is it Murphy? Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown. Okay. We call her Murphy B. Murphy B. Tell us about Murphy B's special little place. <laughs> well, um, Murphy B decided, actually, this is, this is a, a process because she's had several little places, but her, her latest place of the last four or five years has been our Mercedes. Your car? Our car. Your, your 320E has become a crate, is what you're saying. <laughs> a very cushy crate. Yes, that? exactly. She's got high class. Uh, yes. I know. Well, she's got good taste. What can I say? How did that happen? Well, it happened when we were remodeling our house. And, you know, like idiots, we decided to stay in the house while it was being completely torn apart. Mm-hmm. And Murphy B. just could not handle it. She's a little... She's a runt of a mini dachshund. She's she's like seven pounds, mm-hmm. and she just cowered and barked, and you know. Well, it's all that all that noise, the pipes and the, the hammers and all of that. Ugh. Well, I was being a good sport, but I cowered and barked too. But yeah. Murphy B, she was so upset that you know she just we thought this is not going to work, and so I just wrapped her up and I I put a bit one of her big quilts in the car and mm-hmm. I put her you know behind the wheel in the car for the day. And uh-huh. as soon as I did, you could kind of see her eyes, this little light bulb go off, like, <laughs> this works. This is great. And I closed the door, and she was fine. I got her out to give her a little walk later, to give her food. She wanted to go right back to the car. <laughs> and so this was what we did. They said, this is good. This is good. She's calm. You know, this uh-huh. is fine. This works. I wish I could curl up next <laughs> to her in the car. Um, and our remodel took several um, months. and Usually just- longer than the contractor said. You got it. You got it. Murphy B. didn't mind that at all. Murphy stayed in the car almost every day. Now, I must say, for anyone who's concerned, that this was in Seattle in November, Mm. rainy and cold. So there's no problem leaving Murphy B. in the car. Um, And when our remodel was finally finished, we Mm -hmm. thought, yay, no more of this. But Murphy B. had other ideas. (laughs) Oh, no. Murphy, Murphy B. didn't like the new remodel. He wanted to stay in the car, yeah? Murphy B. said, this is my home. Yeah. And oh, that's funny. She, you know, she would come inside and be with us. In fact, she's a she. Oh. Um, many, t- you know, and and then she would just make a beeline for the door, <laughs> and it would just be the garage door. You know, that from the door from the kitchen to the garage, uh-huh. and she would just point at it, just like. Open, 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 open. I'd open the door, and she'd go to the Mercedes door and just wriggle, 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 and in we'd put her. And that was years ago. So what happens when you have to actually use the car? I put her shotgun in the passenger seat, and off we go. She she allows you to take the car out? Yes, she allows me to take the car out, and she loves it when we take the car out because everyone knows her now. And when we go to the drive-in, tell her, you know, they know her, they see her, they send out little treats, you know, with our deposit slip and everywhere we go she knows she knows her favorite underground parking lots in Seattle what a wonderful little story there I like that she's she's a pretty special girl well we appreciate you spending time with us and telling us about Murphy's special little crazy well thank you for being interested in my sweet Murphy B now I'm guessing Murphy B isn't the only animal whose guardian 
rewards them. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. You were right. Okay. I have a story here about a dentist who gave his dog a gold tooth. A dentist gave his dog a gold tooth. Yes. Okay. He gave it to his dog as a reward for his loyalty. And the dog goes around showing it off because he knows it's something special. Oh, where did this happen? This happened in Bosnia. It Bosnia? Took, yeah, it took the dentist about four hours to cap the tooth and the dog just sat there. The dog was good as gold while the tooth was being capped. Isn't that a third world country, Bosnia? Yes, it is. Well, he said that the, it's his dog. I don't do- know what it is. And he says what? Well, his dog is a Russian terrier. He says it's the smartest of all dogs. It's descended from the Soviet. And he says he doesn't fear that thieves will try to steal his tooth because his dog would never allow himself to get stolen or anybody to take that tooth would, out of his mouth. I wouldn't try to get the gold <laughs> tooth out of any dog's mouth, even, even Snoopy's mouth, if you know what I mean. Uh, that news, you can find at AnimalRadio.com because we collect stories like this all week long. This is our life. This is our lifeblood, ladies and gentlemen. We we get stories like this so that, well, you'll have something to make you feel better, I guess. <laughs> and to show you how much we love our animals, and we'll do that again next hour. If, you, if you're honored to join us, we have Mark Marone joining us. If not, please head on over to AnimalRadio.com. Remember, we're 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can listen to live, fresh animal programming Wow! at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, if you get a pet this week, remember... Spay or neuter. And if you're looking for a particular breed, please don't go to a breeder or pay a breeder for any kind of animals. There's so many animals that need homes. If you're looking for a specific breed, go online. Google that breed and you'll find a uh, a rescue for that breed. Isn't Google... I'm amazed that this has become part of our vernacular. Oh, yes. I'm, it's going to be in the dictionary if it not already is. And remember, if you get a cat this week, please do not declaw. There's so many alternatives to declawing. We'll tell you. You can give us a call here. We'll, we'll tell you all about it one-on-one, mano-a-mano at 1-866-405-8405. Otherwise, we'll see you next week for more Animal Radio. Have a great week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Animal Radio. We'll be back next week. Meantime, get your fix at AnimalRadio.com. This is Animal Radio Network.